Welcome to the very first episode of the Close In Podcast with Chloe Clark. I'm here with Galen Womack, fashion student and designer of her very own custom denim line, Fuck It, It's Fashion. We're going to get into, you know, your journey into fashion, inspirations. We'll talk a little bit about LA versus the Bay rivalry (laughs) and then some more. But to start us off, what was your first uh, memories having been intrigued in the world of fashion? Um, honestly, when I first knew that I wanted to do something in fashion, um, I used to watch um, America's Next Top Model with my yeah. mom. And I was like, oh my God, I was obsessed with it. But um, I grew up playing sports. So I feel like sports was like my whole life until college. Uh-huh. Um, but definitely like America's Next Top Model. Top model. <laughs> So do you think seeing the um, people on there and seeing them make, you know, their designs and pieces, do you think that had an impact on your personal style? I think it did. I definitely liked just being able to, like, express myself differently. Like, any day you can wear something else and be somebody else. I think that's cool. And, like, I liked how they they had, like, different, like, she would always make them do, like, really different things. Yeah. Kind of stuff in their comfort zone. So I liked that a lot. That kind of brings us into my first segment. It's called This or That. So I'll name like two things and say which one you prefer and then a reason why. So first one, shopping at thrift stores or shopping in the mall? Definitely thrift stores. Um, I've just always been like a big thrifter. I feel like in the Bay Area and even LA, there's like a bunch of places to thrift. And I live in New York now and actually that's how I started my business. So I think just being conscious of like not buying a bunch of new stuff is also really nice like you can find some really nice things for yeah a lot less money and it's really sustainable so I think exactly that's- okay so next one summer or winter summer 100,000% I love being warm I hate being cold no matter what I will yeah I feel that next one is fashion week New York or fashion week Paris Honestly, it's a really hard one. I think New York is definitely better if you're like up and coming and more streetwear, but Paris is just a whole different story. Like it's so amazing. I think Paris. Okay. Okay. And then the last one, sneakers or heels? Sneakers. I don't don't know. I can just never be working heels, but (laughs) they're just more comfortable. Yeah. But, you know. Okay, so now let's get more into the brand. The name, Fuck It, It's Fashion. I feel like that's so, you know, like unapologetic and it's pretty bold. So is there a story behind how you came up with that name? Um, my mom actually really wants me to change it, but <laughs> <laughs> basically the way I came up with it, um, I was actually trying to make like a blog mm-hmm. a couple of months ago and I I had followed like a few pages that were like female fashion and I was trying to find something that was like not I don't know I didn't want to like copy them or like kind right. of just my own thing and then I was just like fuck it and then I was like, um, well that works <laughs> yeah my mom is like you're gonna make people like not want to shop with you but I just think it's like bold to the point where it's like I kind of want to check it out so yeah I, exactly it's catchy it's like what what's going on with that yeah exactly um, so do do you think your personal style reflects the brand or is it kind of something different um I I do think it reflects the brand a little bit because I 
I like wearing jeans and I like, you know, expressing myself. Mm-hmm. The reason that I made my first pair of jeans was because um, I've always had like a hard time finding clothes that fit me, mm-hmm. like just perfectly, you know, you, you yeah. know, it's really hard. So I made one, I just like tailored tailor them to fit me and my friend was like, you need to start selling these, so. Yeah, that's dope. And I feel like I was watching something, Virgil, the designer, he was saying how um, his aesthetic, it's kind of described as like, if it's been done before, you want it sort of refreshed just enough for it to be engaging and recognized. So I feel like that reflects, you know, your brand denim and all perfectly because when I instantly saw it, I was like, that's dope. That's, I mean, yeah, it's denim, which is so like a basic staple piece, but it's, you know, visually appealing and, you know, unique. So why did you choose denim in the first place? Um, yeah, like the fact that, like you said, it was basic and I kind of wanted something to like, you know, give it a little life. Mm-hmm. That's mainly why I chose. Gotcha. And then as far as, um, like, when did you originally start the brand and why did you want to create it? I feel like it was kind of recently, but when, like, exactly did you? Definitely recent. Um, basically, February, like, right before the quarantine and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I lived um, in Brooklyn by this thrift store called L Train Vintage. And they basically sell, like, well, everything. But they have, like, a ton of Levi's, like, just rows of Levi's. And so... They're really cheap, so I grabbed a couple pairs and I did that. And my friend was like, "You need to sell these," and so I started it. But yeah, yeah, February, I would say. Okay, cool. Um, And you know, denim, like I said, is such a staple piece, but it's been around for so long. And I think you know the cool part is like Levi, he created denim, and you're using Levi's now in current fashion so why do you think denim has been around for so long and you know been so fashionable i think it's kind of like it just goes with like a lot of different things you know like you can have different colors like levi's i know make like the original like the black like black wash and the light wash and honestly like light wash jeans are like my favorite thing ever they're just so cute and you can i don't know you can just style it with so many different things i just feel Mm -hmm. like it needs you know a little bit yeah that's true like you can do so much with it pair it with so many things um okay so now let's talk about the process what's the literal process like in making the jeans um so basically as soon as i get a dm from somebody telling me what they want um i'll give you an example like the butterfly jeans so um i get their pair i get their size um sometimes i resize like the waist depending on what they ask for because uh, the butterflies, I stencil out and then cut them individually, which takes like a really long time, actually. <laughs> and then I sew them onto the jeans. Okay. And wash them. Cool, cool. And there's like so many designs, right? Yeah, I just, that's the cool thing about it is that people, like, we kind of like collaborate together because people yeah. do what they want and I do it for them, which is kind of cool because it's like nobody really has the same pair unless it's. Yeah. But like, yeah, people get really unique stuff and I think it's really cool because it's like, sometimes I won't even be thinking about the mm-hmm. stuff that people ask for. I'm like, whoa, this is really cool. Yeah, and they're like part of the process too. Yeah. So I think that's pretty pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then as far as, well, you kind of touched on this, but the creative process, when it's not, um, you know, someone giving you that idea, what's the creative process like for you to come up with certain designs or styles? Yeah, so I usually, I usually ask them what kind of things that they like. 
um, like colors, designs, mm -hmm. styles. Um, and I also follow this page called um, denim.archives on Instagram. And they just, I like if I tell people to check it out if they don't know what they want or like they need some inspiration. Um, yeah, that's basically just what I do to make sure yeah. they get what they want. Yeah, cool. And honestly, like with all those different designs and artwork, I would consider it like art through the form of denim and denim is a part of streetwear. So how would you explain how streetwear is becoming this big art movement? Um, I feel like it, the last couple of years it like blew up like everyone, I feel like not everyone, but like a lot of people are becoming more into like sneakers and right. you know, like looking like the casual look, I think it's like, yeah. like something that people are trying to get down and like it's 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 just what's trending um, right. um i just feel like it's a way to like express yourself mm -hmm. um, but also be trendy like you have like graphic tees like all these new like sweats with designs on them and hoodies and it's just like yeah like i said like a way to express how you feel different colors yeah. like, stuff that you're into like artists have all their you know like travis scott has his own line and stuff like that so i think it's a really cool way to yeah show what you like yeah, and I just feel like, like you said, Travis Scott, he's in the music industry, yet it, like, intertwines these different, yeah. you know, worlds. Um, so, do you have any other creative outlets besides this brand and fashion? Um, I actually really love film photography. Um, and, like, at the bottom of my page, I archived a lot of pictures, but it was, like, a bunch of pictures of my friends. Um, like film just from hanging out and like day trips or trips together yeah. I just like the like the way that they turn out and it, I don't know it's a fun pastime yeah I feel like that's also becoming so popular too you know like film photography film cameras it's very like retro but it's honestly like really cool with yeah the videos and the pictures it's nice i don't know it's exciting like when you can't just look on your phone right away yeah, to see how to develop it and wait <laughs> all right so now let's get into some schooling i know you went to university of arizona for a year you're not the fashion institute of technology so what made you switch schools um well honestly at arizona i just felt like i wasn't not learning, but like it wasn't, you know, when you're just in a class that is like you're, you're there because you have to be. Right. That's how it felt, but like for all of school, and I was like, this isn't what I want to do. And I know that like a bunch of people that are our age feel that way. And like, it's like, I don't really know what I want to do. Like, I'm kind of just here, like trying to figure out everyone seems like they know what they got going on. Like my friend wants to be a doctor. My other friend wants to, you know, like just stuff like that. So I definitely was pretty confused about what I wanted to do. And then I took a break from school and realized that the fashion industry and stuff like that is what I was really interested in. Yeah. Okay. So I was on honestly going to touch a little bit on that because I feel like traditional schooling or like your four years, like University of Arizona, for instance, can be so much different than an art school or fashion school. And because you've had experience at both, how would you say like is the biggest um, difference or kind of compare and contrast those two experiences? Um, first of all, the classes that I take are obviously very different. I learn about, um, I'm, I'm a fashion business major, so I'm learning about like marketing tools and how to assess your market and stuff like that. And 
I feel like you can take stuff like that, like business classes, but it's very like specific to fashion. Yeah. And just, it just gives you like an in into the industry. Cause like my teacher was telling us one class, like everyone you see in the classroom or school is basically who you're going to be working with mm. for your career, which is like important because you already making all these connections through class. And I feel like at a regular, not a regular school, but like a four year university, like it's not the same. You you have so much other stuff going on. Yeah, seriously. So the differences that I noticed. Yeah, I feel like traditional can be so rigid. And then at an art school, it's like allows for so much more creativity, curiosity. So I find it interesting actually that you started the brand once you were out of U of A and in um, FIT. So was that like a coincidence or did it have um, a big impact on that decision? Honestly, moving to New York and like going to FIT, I would never have started this brand without going like, I don't know, it was like just a combination of things that like made me do it. But just the fact that my teachers were like, why wait? Like, what are you waiting for? Mm -hmm. Start now. Like just the creativity around me. Like I was around, I'm around people like all the time that are just already starting their careers. And I was like, well, wait, like, why can't, like, why should I wait? And I don't know, like. At Arizona, it's just like you finish school and then you get your job, or you finish school yeah. and then you, you know. So it was, it's right. definitely like inspiring to just like do it, and if, even if it doesn't like work out or it doesn't isn't a long term thing, it's still nice to get the experience. Yeah, for sure. And then as a fashion business major, um, what are some of the things like on the business side that you have learned and been been able to implement? And I guess at the time like now, being able to be so determined in um, quarantine. Yeah, um, it's definitely, I feel like, I don't know, it's hard to say how things would be without um, quarantine because it's, and I don't know, I haven't been in business for long, but um, definitely just knowing who to market to and like, I definitely think that that has taught me a lot to like marketing. I know who I want to sell to. I know who, who would buy my stuff. So I think just knowing that and then pricing, like I know that people are tight on money right now and yeah so it's a good time to like start off and then when I go online to raise my prices and because it's it's a lot of like hand working there's a lot of a yeah. lot of, so I think it's a it's a good time to get like a few people wearing it and like mm-hmm. get a buzz about it so yeah and just yeah. like building from here as far as you know I feel like you are an entrepreneur and I was reading somewhere how it was coined as like the term means bearer of risk so one do you feel like it was or were you afraid at all leaving university of arizona to go to fit and then two were you afraid at all um putting out this line short answer is yes (laughs) i don't know it's a big deal to like stop school i feel like i was definitely scared like i have really supportive parents so that's i'm really lucky for that but i know people's parents are like no you have to finish school like And just being able to like transition into like something that I wanted to do was really nice. Um, but yeah, it's definitely stressful. Like you just don't like just not knowing, yeah, just not knowing. And then starting the brand, I feel like, like you said earlier, it's it is art. So people like looking at and seeing and judging your art is stressful too, because yeah. you don't like you. It's either like a hit or a miss. Like, yeah. Well, like there's always going to be someone that's like, eh, it's not for me. But yeah. Just it's really nice to like have people appreciate your work. So. Mm-hmm. so I know you're from Oakland and then you've lived in 
Berkeley, Tucson, New York City, and Munich, which I feel like is mm-hmm. such a diverse um, set yeah. of places. But do you feel that living in those areas have had any experience, have, have had any um, impact on your, you know, worldview? Um, definitely. I feel like growing up in the Bay Area and just California in general, like I have family in LA, so I'd go there a lot as a kid and growing up um, has shaped, you know, like the way I dress. Um, I feel like the Bay Area like has a pretty like tomboy kind of vibe when it comes to girls especially um i like kilani is an example like she i feel like her style is really like diverse yeah like that's definitely shaped me and then like living in new york honestly like it's it sounds corny but it's like they dress to impress like all the time yeah i don't don't know i like the way that people in new york dress it just seems so put together and like Mm -hmm. at the same time it's really hard to do. I, I don't know how to do that. I know, honestly. <laughs> so, like, for your classes, then, are, do they dress up or do they look fitted? When you go to class and you're, like, in a t-shirt and, like, yes. sweats, and it's like, okay, I'm going to class. No. Like, people are, like, on the runway. Oh, I my gosh. Like, a hoodie and, like, some jeans one day, and I was like, I feel out of place. Like, That's crazy. It's going to be me. <laughs> yeah, literally. I was like, well, I'm going to let y'all have this because... <laughs> I'm going to class and I'm going home. So, you know, you're from the Bay Area. I have to (laughs) talk about this LA Bay um, little rivalry that everyone, I feel like, talks about Twitter, TikTok, whatever it may be. So we'll go into this segment called Facts or Cap. So I'll name little, like, stereotypes and then tell me if non-biased, don't be biased. If you believe it's true, you'll say facts. um, False, you'll say cap. So one, Los Angeles has the superior weather. That is facts. Facts. <laughs> public transportation is better in the Bay. True. Yeah, I would oh, say facts. facts yeah, it's facts. Yeah, facts. Mm-hmm. I feel like LA is just like non-existent. There's traffic. I know everywhere. that they just put like the light, the the rail from like USC to like Santa Monica, but no one like nobody uses that. Yeah. Anymore buses are kind of like you kind of have to have a car or like no exactly exactly three san francisco's chinese food is unparalleled to any chinese food you can find in la Uh, i could say those facts i haven't haven't had that much uh, chinese food in la so i I mean i haven't had much in the bay so i (laughs) i wouldn't know either (laughs) Um, okay, the last one. There's no music festival in Los Angeles that compares to Outside Lands. I don't know if you've been or not, or heard. I was gonna go this year, actually. <laughs> Is Lollapalooza in? Lollapalooza, I think that's in Chicago. Are we counting Coachella as? Elite? Yeah, Coachella. Even that's cap. Sorry, Outside Lands. <laughs> and now let's move on to some slang because you're an Oakland native, so we got to get this right. I'll list a few um, slang terms, and you can give me the real definition or use it in a sentence. Um, hella. Hella. It's, if you're, you're, you know you're from the Bay when you say hella. Like, hella is just everything. People That's always tell me that I say hella. Like, you always say hella. Hella this. That's funny. And I feel like so many people use that now anyways. Yeah. It's definitely... I feel like 
when I was in high school, not that many people used it, like outside of the Bay Area, but now. It's just like everyone. Yeah, but definitely, I, I say hello all the time. I can't, I don't know, it's just always, yeah. <laughs> Two, I don't know what, I don't even know what this one means, Cuddy. Cuddy, it's like fam, like your friend. Mm-hmm. But it means, like it just depends, but usually it means like, like you're homie. Like, okay, got it. Let's see what we got. Um, yada mean. It's just like you feel me, like yeah. Yada yeah. mean. <laughs> That's definitely. I feel like not that many people say that anymore. It's more of like the generation. Like, okay. Like, you know who um HBK games and like yeah 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 older older people. Okay. Um. Let's see. High fee. High fee. It's just like turn your turn your lit. The hiking movement is in the bay. Yeah, I like think if you like it's oh it's you're about to be hiking. Yeah, it's also a little dated. Yeah, <laughs> still the bay. Um, gassed. Gassed. Um, I feel like like if you're gassing something, like you're hyping it up too much, or like you're gassed is like you're really high. It can be really high. Yeah. yeah. To the neck. To the neck means like alone, like I'm about to go, I have my house to the neck, like no one's here, like you can come over. Like I'm a go party, I got house to the neck. Okay. Got me bent. Um, You got me bent is like, you got me effed up. Yeah. You have a problem. It can be like not serious, but you know, like you got me Mm -hmm. bent. Fuck. (laughs) Got it. And then, let's see. Tucked off. Tucked off is you're just like out the way, like I don't know how to explain it. You're you're chilling out mm. the way by yourself. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, now we know. Okay, so now let's move on to Bay versus LA music. I know you know the Bay has like Kamaya, S O B R B E, E forty, Mac Dre, um, and then LA. There's YG, Nipsey. Music industry. Yeah. So if you had to choose one side to listen to the rest of your life, who are you picking? Bay artist or LA artist? I'm going to have to go with the Bay. That's what I grew up on. I feel like grew up in high school. Learning. But I do, I really do like a lot of the LA music. I feel like California has like a more chill vibe. Yeah, for sure. Like Atlanta and New York and East Coast music but yeah the bay the bay got some slappers for sure so okay let's go back to the brand for a minute um you tell us all how we can order i know there's like different options so just give us a little rundown of that sure so basically um you can go to my page and it's at fucking fashion um and you just dm me and um a lot of people send me stuff that they see on the page that they already like um, I also have like in my highlights instructions, but basically, um, you just tell me what your size is, um, what like specific things that you want or you don't want. Like if you see something that you already like, and it takes about a week uh, or to two weeks to make it, and then I ship it to you. But yeah, it's pretty simple. Just DM me. But I'm also um, working on my website right now. Mm-hmm. I think that I think it like makes it more. 
people feel more secure because it's kind of, I don't know, like I've never actually ordered anything off Instagram. So yeah. it's, I don't know, to me, it's like a little sketchy, but I know <laughs> that other people run their businesses off of Instagram. So I think having a website will help people feel more secure and like they can pick their size and like add notes to it. So mm, Exactly. Okay. Well, we'll look forward to that. Um, and then you're also, are you still doing like the donation or? Yeah. So um, basically every time someone buys something, 20% of that goes to um, a charity in the Bay Area or in New York because there are a lot of people struggling right now. Right. Yeah. I think it's awesome that you're doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I know obviously you're new and you have a lot to, you know, expand on, but what's the end goal like for this brand in particular? And then what's the end goal like for you, you know, as an individual? Yeah. Um, I, I've just always like wanted my own like brand, I guess. And a lot of people have been asking me to like venture outside of jeans and because mm-hmm. I know that like people wear other stuff <laughs> yeah um so I think to start like working with a different type of fabric just mm-hmm. to get more like of a customer base and then I eventually want my own store like to be able to walk in and yeah sip on but that's gonna wait on the line <laughs> Hey, I mean, you, you got this. You're Thanks. you're on the right track. Um, and then any, like, new and up-and-coming things for the line specifically? Um, I'm always open to new, new designs. Like, people literally, I don't know, it's kind of cool. Like, people have really great designs, and I'm like, uh-huh. oh, you need to come. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, besides that, I would say everything is, everything is really hard to get going right now because... Yeah definitely but I'm honestly just really grateful to be able to even do anything yeah yeah we'll end it off with one other segment um a speed round so I'll just list some questions and you can tell me your answer first one is if you could collab with any designer or person who would it be okay I would probably collab with I really like Virgil Abloh honestly Mm -hmm. earlier um and Alayli May. Oh yeah. She's really cool. I like her. She just dope. Yeah, she's dope. Two, what song do you have on replay right now? Kehlani just dropped and I'm okay, this is gonna sound crazy, but I I've always loved Kehlani, but I've never like like die been a diehard fan, but like this album is this album is crazy. Like I really like it. So um Toxic and I think it's called Can I have been really mm, yeah, those are those are good. Yeah. <laughs> Three uh, favorite favorite stores to shop at at the moment. Um, I like shoes. So okay. I've been I've been having my eye on some shoes. Um I use goat but Nike, I guess. Yeah. If you could have dinner with any person, dead or alive, who would it be? Um, okay, I'll do one dead and one alive. Rihanna, because just... Queen. Queen, teaching <laughs> Um, And then Prince, probably. Ooh. Just, I like his attitude. Yeah. Um, favorite and least favorite trend? Oh. My favorite trend right now. I really like the baggy sweats look. Yeah. Um, and I've been, oh, okay. I, I just noticed that a lot of girls are, you know, like the wife beaters. 
Yeah. Have you seen the ones with like the safety pins? Yeah, yeah. That's cute. I like that a lot. Um, my least favorite trend right now. There's definitely something out there because people wear some crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I would say like how last summer like neon was in. Oh, like, yeah. Really old, really fast. That was, that was oh. different. Yeah. Um, okay, so what's the most worn item in your closet? Um, right now my jeans actually, well actually right now, right now, my sweat, because we're not yeah. going <laughs> Right. I was going out, probably my jeans. Mm -hmm. And then last one, what is the first thing you're doing out of quarantine? I'm linking with my friends. Yeah. <laughs> I'm driving straight there. No one can stop. I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> okay, so then the very last segment, it's called Put Me On Game. So I basically just give my guest a chance to put us all on, like a book, a song, restaurant, whatever you're on right now or have been on and don't think many people are knowing about. So let us know. Um, okay, it can be anything. Yeah. I just read this book called, um, I think it's called Girl, Woman, Other, and it was really good. It's just like a compilation of stories about um, like women finding their own way, and I think it was really inspiring. Hmm. Good read for quarantine. Okay, yeah. So it's called Girl, what is it? Girl, comma, woman, comma, other. Okay. Yeah. All right. Girl, comma, woman, comma, other. Okay, so I think what I'm going to do, I'm also going to encourage people to, you know, see, check it out themselves. Um, so read the book, whatever it may be, and then leave feedback in the comments. And you can let us know if Galen's put on game is weak or strong. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, that ends this podcast. Appreciate you joining. Um, first, yes. <laughs> Yeah, I'll link your socials down below, but also I'll give you a chance right now to let everyone know where we can find you and then the brand. Okay, um, it's at okay, it's fashion on Instagram. My website is coming soon. Um, my main page is for Galen. Um, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, so check her out. So show some love, cop some denim, and I'll see you guys on the next episode.